Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Hey! Media presents the Yelling in My Ear podcast. Documentary filmmaker Dan Napoli and ad agency creative director John Battistini revisit movies, music, TV shows, and pop culture events from the 80s and 90s they experienced as kids. Some of it was great. Some of it was terrible. But all of it will be fun as these longtime friends talk about what influenced them growing up. Welcome to the Yelling in My Ear podcast. I'm going to open John with a question. Okay, hit me. A very deep and a very important question. Okay. Have you ever gleamed, my man, inside a cube? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, no, maybe. I don't know. Because even after like they explain the movie and Yabo says what it is, I don't know what the fuck it means. So um, today's episode. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's the, so, so folks, today's episode, we are talking about the eighties film gleaming the cube. Um, the, we'll say the, the film starring Christian Slater and featuring skateboarding, but I will not call it a skateboard film. No. And that's um, one of the big problems is we all thought it was a skateboard film. So skaters in the eighties, dude, the yeah. opening, like, piece of nonsense that i just read like but do you know the legend behind that something to do with an interview with like lance mountain maybe and somebody asked him that nonsense question i think they made it up super close like honest to god i always thought at at first that it was like hollywood bs okay no it it has some basis in skateboarding legend in a 1983 um edition of thrasher Mm-hmm. Um, Gary it, Gary Scott David asked Neil Blender. Neil Blender, okay. That piece of nonsense. Yeah. Well, so, as a but, is there any like context? Like, why? To what end? To I, I have. I have and then no they idea. turn it into some philosophical thing where Yabo. Who? Let's just start right here. Watching that movie as a teenager, like we all wanted Yabo as best friend. I don't know why. I liked that character. I thought that actor was cool. Like we're like. I want to hang out with Yabo. I, I, but he like when they're in the um, they're in the bomb shelter. He brings up like he he's like he gets all like zen, and I'm like, what's happening right now? So it's really th- strange, dude. I think it's important. Um, yeah, I'm going too far. Yeah, no, no, dude, not at all, not at all. It's all good. We'll bounce all over. That's a, that's the fun stuff. But it's like okay, so first, I think you cannot overstate the influence of skateboard culture. 80 skateboard culture in just the world in which we live and then most of the t-shirts that christian slater wears in that movie you can walk into newberry comics and still buy today (laughs) you know and a skate shop it's crazy and that movie was 32 years ago yeah even in in just i mean it's been um whatever word you want to call it depending i guess on how you view if it's good or bad assimilated or like mm-hmm. it's it's skate culture is just so pervasive in every yeah. aspect of in so many like it's even influenced how traditional sports stuff looks now 
And then it also has been a um, partially in my life because it's so connected with punk rock, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. very influential on both of us as people and as creatives. So I actually want to start by where did you come at this movie from? Like when it first came out in 89. So I, let's see, uh, I got my first skateboard in like 86. Bob took me to the skate shop Mineola. It was a Vision Psycho Stick Mini in blue. Uh, Tracker trucks, uh, Rat Bones 85A blue wheels. That's scary that I still remember what it was. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. I also bought a Bones Factory Seconds t-shirt that had the Bones Ripper on the back and the Factory Seconds logo here that was so dope. Um, That shirt is long gone, but I would pay any amount of money to have it back. Um, And so I was skating for a few years, and I want to say – I mean, there was no internet. There was no this. There was no that. So it must have been – I mean, were there ads in Thrasher? I mean, I read Thrasher. I read Transworld Skating. As a matter of fact, I went to an all-boys Catholic high school. Um, and I convinced, and I worked in the library at the school and I convinced the brother that ran the library to subscribe to Thrasher. It lasted two months, uh, cause they got two issues and the second issue, I forget who it was, but it was somebody from Texas and across the bottom of his board, it just said, Fuck. yeah, I know you're going to have to bleep that out, Sasha. Sorry. Um, but that's what it was. And he was like, yeah, we're canceling the subscription right now. Um, so we had two episodes of Thrasher, but they did keep subscribing to Transworld skateboarding in the library. So we, we had that, we had that. Um, so I want to say it was something like that where I saw it. I don't know if maybe I went to a movie theater and like saw a preview. I don't know, but I mean, we all knew about it. The problem was, you know, there's no internet, there's no spoilers, there's no this. We were, at least in my mind, it was a skateboarding movie, which having watched it just recently, it clearly is not. So, okay. So this is what's inter- So you're, what you're talking about from your, perspective is i mean you are a like you're a full-on i mean there's no doubt like you are a skateboarder when this film comes out yes 100 percent, or wanting to be yes so i i associated myself as i identified as a skater so that's what's interesting like that's really different and you are how old in 89 i'm a senior in high school so what is that Uh, 17 so i was depending on what month it came out i'm either 16 or 17 so dude i graduated high school at 17 that's what's really interesting in the sorry, my glasses are all over the place here. Mm-hmm. So in like we're four years apart and wait, at, when did it come out? Did it come out in December? Because if it came out in December of 89, I would have actually been in college. Uh I believe it was the spring. No, because uh it was spring, I right? It was spring. Because I think I saw it the summer before college. I was in so seventh I was 17. grade. Yeah, I was seven. So that's one of those things where four years apart. And I think it's yeah. really interesting. Like the difference between 45 and 49, mm-hmm. it's sort of the same world. But as you go down in ages, yeah, the difference between so 17 far and apart. 13. So yeah. I was not a skateboarder when this came out. Although skating obviously was pervasive. Like people had yeah. the Tony Hawk flop. They had the whole thing. So for us, it was, dude, I vividly remember um they were like gorilla street team before that was a thing there were people standing outside our junior high handing out handbills mm. like hey uh this thursday night and you know i grew up in denver there was probably like five uh five or six junior highs i think each junior high had its own night 
So oh, it was kind of like, oh my God, yeah. everybody's going to be there. Yeah. So that was going to see, and you're, you know, you forget Christian Slater is coming off freaking Heathers. Yeah. He's well, coming off Heathers doing this movie. You know, it's funny that you say that. Like, like I was trying to place where he was in his career, you know, trajectory when I was watching it before looking it up, uh, you know, while I was watching the movie. And it's like, the movie's okay. Like, it's not bad. It's a it's a mystery, coming of age, gotta go find my brother's killer movie. And he just happens to be a skater. But Christian Slater as a, what, 20-something-year-old, my 17-year-old, however old he was in the movie, dude, you could tell then he he destroyed every other actor in every scene he was in. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, I'm watching this like, oh, okay. He was already, like, he knew what he was doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was good in the movie. Yeah. Um, so, dude, that, that, that's, that's kind of how we, we came at it. Mm. And it's so when you say we thought this was going to be a skateboard movie, put that in context. Like, what is a skateboard movie at that time? I thought, and, and again, this is like nostalgia goggles. So, who knows if this is what I think I thought back then or what I thought back then. But I thought it was going to be one of those cheesy, movies where like the guy learns to skate and gets the girl and like you know what i mean and like like rad yes more like rad where the act of skateboarding was the coming of age story as opposed to he's on the hero's journey basically kind of i think maybe i'm missing up my messing up i don't know right but but i thought the journey was progression of skateboarding as opposed to solving my brother's murderer with you know communists and guns and things like that so i was expecting i was expecting it to lay out plot wise the way it did but i was expecting the journey to happen as he learned like oh there's going to be a big trick that he'll learn like maybe he'll nail a mctwist you know something lame like that it'll be about a contest you know as yeah. opposed to what it okay. was that's what i thought it would be that, that's well, what like, i was gonna say the, like the rollerblading a... movie airborne i think that was the rollerblading oh, movie i think seth green was in it i don't there's know there's an entire uh, genre yes and that's what i thought it was gonna be films especially also then as you go up into the 90s that are mm-hmm. sort of like new sport flavor of the day or yeah. action sport flavor of the day that are like based on like surf or skate or snowboard or there's, and there's some kind of like, so you're looking for the trajectory is going right. to be like Christian Slater and like this uh, yeah. rival skater from another high school, exactly. like get in a fight and yep. like the other skater, like kills his brother accidentally in a parking lot fight. And like to get revenge, Christian He's Slater wins the, big, he wins the big Del Mar contest. Yeah. That's what I think I thought it was going to be. And it wasn't, I will tell you though, some of the things that like watching it now with many years of hindsight that felt authentic. And that must've been the influence of Tony Hawk and the bones brigade and Stacey Peralta and those guys was like, you know, his bedroom, like look at that. I'm like now, because I was, I was out of high school at that point. So like, but like watching it, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what my bedroom, like I had those pictures on my wall. I had those t-shirts. Like I had that stuff and less metal. I didn't have a Metallica patch, but it's like the same kind of stuff. And like, there's the scene where the cops first stopped them and they're like skating the pool. And the one friend, Gremick, I think is his name. Um, he stands up the cop. He's like, Zeke Heil. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> but, but, but that's the kind of shit, you know, skaters do. We thought cops were Nazis. We hated cops, you know, like that kind of stuff. It was, it was all, all of that. Actually, I looked up on Wikipedia. That dude is the guy that went and like did Yo Gabba Gabba. 
I was just going to say, do you realize was like, that? Was, yeah. No, and, I didn't and know. Who is the singer, and who hence then was the singer of the Aquabats. Right. I was like, prior what? to, yeah, yeah no there's, there's a lot uh, of ties. What I do remember the biggest thing was the scene after they call all their friends, he calls a, Tony Hawk and he wakes him up and he's like, get the truck. And they all made a pizza hut at like 6 a.m. in the morning. Nottis, you know, that was the big thing before the movie came out was that Nottis ollied into the back of the pickup truck in the movie in that scene. And that was huge. We were all like, we saw it. We're like, holy shit, because all you want to do is see who had the highest ollie. Now these kids ollie, you know, the Empire State Building without even thinking about it, you know, and Jaws throws himself off 40 story buildings. But back then, like, like he ollied into a pickup truck. It was like insane. I remember talking about that. We watched it, you know, when it came out and we rented it at Blockbuster. For those of you who are younger, Blockbuster was this place where you would go get a movie. It was in a box. You'd put the box in a machine and the machine kind of like the internet would let you watch things on your TV, but TVs weren't flat. They were thick and they had tubes. It was amazing. Anyway, There's a whole the movie end. you can watch about that. Um, you want to say <laughs> hello to our friend Taylor Morden, who directed the last blockbuster. Uh, yeah, exactly. What, so, yeah, yeah. So what I think is interesting too. Okay. So you have to look at this. So this is a, this is a Hollywood, this is a Hollywood pro- project. This is a Hollywood oh, yeah. film. And it's like living in that weird spot between like it's more serious and and kind of legit or artistic if you will than like saved by the bell right but right, it's right. got some dna with that type of stuff which is kind of launching that like teen mm-hmm. genre and, the and big, he just happens to be a skater so we check yeah that and, and so the the big thing about it is that and i want you to talk about these this a little bit is you're you're talking about all this stuff that's happened with skateboarders in the movie mm-hmm. But in the movie, they're not skateboarders. Like basically, the world famous Bones Brigade oh, all are the there, stunt doubles. Yeah, for well, all of like the characters, or they're playing. They're not they playing play. themselves. No, if they appear. Although, although Tony Hawk's character rides a Tony Hawk board, which I thought was awesome, because there's a scene where he wakes up at, when they call him to get in the in the pickup, and like it pans across his bedroom, and it's a Tony Hawk board. And I'm like, That's well, Tony who Hawk. was? Um, was Tony Hawk or Mike McGill, who is the stunt double for Christian Slater? I don't know exactly, but there are definitely scenes where like, this is how crazy it is that how much these men have become ingrained into the psyche of skaters. And you've seen them so long. Like there were scenes where I could watch, but like, that's Tony Hawk in a wig. I don't know who that is. It's probably Mike McGill. That's yeah. Rodney Mullen. Like the minute Lance Mountain, it pans across. I'm like, oh, there's Lance Mountain. You know what I mean? Like immediately picking everybody out. So I don't know exactly, but there were definitely some scenes that were Tony Hawk in a wig, at least in my well, mind. Yeah. Well, Hawk's right. a cheapie, right? And that, like, yeah. you know, Christian Slater is like a regular sized dude. And Hawk, yeah. especially at this time, is however tall he is, just lanky and awkward yeah. as all get out. Yeah, and big time. Flop, like, yeah, yeah, there's the whole. Um, yeah. So what did you think about because they hired dude Stacy Peralta ran second unit yeah. on that film? Mm-hmm. Oh, I um, saw that, yeah. Like the actual skateboarding that was in the movie. At the time it was great and cheesy at the same time. You know what I mean? Like cause cause we were all like, look, we were street skaters, so like the highlight of it was not us ollieing into into the thing. I mean, it was a little Hollywooded out. All right, so there's a scene where Christian Slater's character is like alone in some thing and he's just skating and he's got the regular Mike McGill, which I had, by the way, um, not at the time of the movie. Came, maybe when the time of the movie came, 
And then at one point he starts doing free freestyle and his board suddenly becomes Rodney Mullins board, which if you're a skater, you notice they're not shaped anything alike. But a bunch of those scenes that he's doing, I'm like, oh, so the director just went, this is my footloose moment. Like I, it was basically Kevin Bacon. Okay. I was like, what is happening? It was, I, the, it was footloose. I was going to say flash dance, but there is an entire 80s no, set of movies that do thing. this but well dude it's the same thing and flashed it they they oh, have all of these movies right. have the moment where they're yes. like i'm in my own moment it's just gonna be me but it's insanely dramatically lit and it's like the montage begins like yeah. the music goes up full yep, and he's yep. just kind of like but it, like there's this thing where i think yeah, kevin bacon jumps and he does like an, i'm like oh my god it was like they were like shot for shot i'm gonna make footloose with a skateboard um so that cracked me up that totally and then it's like they cut to christian slater and it's like during the the freestyle part when rodney mullins do something he's just like <laughs> i was like what is happening dude i think my favorite line from that film is christian slater's in his bedroom and i, I, I might be paraphrasing i'm getting it pretty close it's uh i don't know what's worse nuclear war or a 7-Eleven on every corner. Yes, and exactly. is there any statement that is more like 80s skate? No, that, that, line? that entire like scene where he's talking to his adopted brother kind of captured the nihilism that we felt as teenagers in the 80s, where, you know, I look back on that now and like, obviously the world didn't end, but we really thought the world was going to end in 30 years. We thought that, you know, I mean, I, I think, what did I, what did I text you when I, when we were talking about this? I'm like, I'm like, so my entire sense of style began and ended <laughs> with freaking, freaking, yeah, I, I basically, my entire sense of style froze at gleaming the cube. Cause I'm like, I think I still have those pants that he's wearing. I mean, not the acid wash, but like, I was like, okay. So, so basically like we all thought at that point that we were going to have to basically transform into Christian Slater with the khaki pants and the pink shirt with the stripes and become that guy. And and I think I've spent my entire life trying to not become that guy. And I realized that I'm now like, I guess, middle-aged and I'm still the other guy, which hey, I guess it worked out. I don't know. So the film's interesting too, because like, I guess internationally, it had all kinds of different titles. I think oh, somewhere, right? It's like a my brother's, brother's vengeance. A brother's yes. vengeance. Yeah. A brother's vengeance. Um, but that's actually the most appropriate title out of all of them. One yeah. was skate or die, and I'm like, no, it was it was get killed and skate. I don't. Know. I, I mean, it really. I think that's even how it's genre listed on IMDb. It is a neo noir movie. It yeah, if you really pull skateboarding is, out of it, it's still it's entirely he, movie, right? Right. He, he could have been um, and and that's always weird, I guess, when you get in some of these yes. things of where um, Hollywood productions are trying to tap into like what the kids like. And they've been mm -hmm. doing that for years because he, he could have been in a band. Yes, And you yes. could have interchanged that kind that's of I mean. it was just that was his hobby. It didn't matter. Yeah. And anything that he would have been like Christian Slater's character is kind of an outcast kid. Mm -hmm. in a, 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 a frowned upon or like a, a niche little activity right. that his parents are not, or well, his dad anyways, is not super stoked on. Um, it definitely doesn't make him one of the cool kids. No. Um, and so Although, you that is weird though, because he's supposed to be this outcast. He's supposed to be whatever, whatever. Then when he changes and becomes, you know, norm core, you know, and he goes, he goes to work like an accountant. 
everybody notices. And I'm like, if he was such an outcast, I don't think they would have even paid attention. That was weird. That was the one thing I thought was weird. You don't think, though, if he was like, like, the picked on outcast, sort of like the the weirdo, and then he shows up kind of like. I will say I didn't get the impression that him and the skater friend, the skater kids, were like actually really picked on, or even sort of like totally yeah. outcast. They were just like that's their thing, but it wasn't like they, which I did like. They didn't set up like to their benefit because it was the you know a brother's vengeance and not you know let me learn this trick. There was no like jocks versus skaters kind of right. thing, you know, which was good, and oh. that's what made it more of like the Hollywood cop. And why is the cop hanging out with the 16 year old? That was creepy and weird. Let me just tell you all this like important stuff that I'm investigating kid that I don't really know. <laughs> Dude, what, what's the movie speaking of um, a great example, but what's the movie with Josh Brolin? Oh my God. Which one? That he I mean, plays. The, no, that he everything. plays the skater, dude. What's the, oh, I don't what, remember. Is it, oh man. I, might I don't remember. Yeah, you may have to look that one up. I don't remember. Hold on. But the funny thing is, like, you know, this was exciting and this was something from like our subculture. And now these people, I mean, Tony Hawk was on The Masked Singer, you know? So it's like, it's just amazing how it went from that little, hey, what's up, Sasha? Sasha, oh, coming to the rescue. And it's called Thrashing. Yes, it is. Thank you, Sasha. For I the don't win. remember it. I know I know the name, but I do not remember. Oh, dude, name. it is the classic of what is you're it, like. It's, I'm okay. going to win that for a Del Mar contest. And yeah, they're all, okay. and he, dude, he's, oh my God, John, watch it. He's pool skating to, if not oh. Survivor, a Survivor knockoff band, probably because they oh. couldn't license yeah, the Yeah, of course not. Song. Of course not. Um, oh, you know one of my favorite parts of, of Gleaming the Cube? The opening thing, they go in the pool, Yabo hits his head, and the guy's like, ah, I got to repaint the whole pool. I got to do this. I'm like, dude, there's a little bit of blood. You wipe it up, and you're done. He's like, ah, ah I got to like, I got to acid wash the whole pool. I was like, what is happening right now? So, dude, I got a big question for you, John. Yeah. Um, why do you think, I know this is supposed to be about Gleaming the Cube kind of, but yeah, it's a lot fine. bigger than that. What, yeah. like... I mean, you made the reference earlier with, with Tony Hawk, like in general, why do you think, why, why do you think skate culture like broke through? Why, why do you oh, think it I, became so pervasive in very like, simple answer, very yeah. simple answer. Tony Hawk pro skater period. The video game. Uh, I'm going to push you though. Okay. So that's, that's, that's what I think. That's the how. That's not the why. Why did all of this stuff? Oh, connect? why? Oh, God knows. If I knew the answer to that, I'd be making millions of dollars just flipping that around every time. I don't know how That'd lightning be your struck. Talk, dude. Yeah, dude, lightning struck. I don't know. If I knew the answer to that, we wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. It's just, and, and no, I don't can, know. I don't know. Because, yeah. you know, you see in the Bones Brigade documentary, yeah. which if if anybody out there um, is, is, if you're into skating at any era and you haven't seen an autobiography yeah, you should of watch Bones Brigade it. doc, watch it. But yeah. it is one of those, you know, they talk about, I think Tony Hawk's got an awesome line. He's like, yeah, I want a contest, a contest in like 86 and I want $150. Yeah. yeah. Um, there just, you know, was, was no concept of this becoming a, you know, and it's weird too, right? Cause it's, it's one thing for it to become like acceptable to wear mm -hmm. element yeah. or that like Rob Diedrichs on television. It's mm -hmm. another level to be like, Oh, 
I didn't know Rob Diedrich used to be a skateboarder. I just right, know right, right. him as a. I know like, him from ridiculousness. Right. Yeah. I just know him as a team. From the factory. Guy. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, yeah. And, and I honestly there. don't know. I, I don't. If I, like I said, I don't know why. It just, it just did. You know, I'm sure. And I'm sure you could Google it. There's probably podcasts where Tony Hawk and those guys have talked about it and maybe have answers in hindsight can tell yeah. you. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it was something I was always into. And it was something I kept up through college and I've always associate myself with, yes, I don't skate every day anymore because I'm old and I can break. Um, but, you know, it's still a way that I define myself. Like if you if you were to ask me, that is one of the ways I define myself. It's just that's how I still self-identify as a skater. Why, dude? Why did what what appealed about it to you? That's an interesting deal, I think. Um, I was never really into um, team sports. So I found it interesting. I liked it. I liked the challenge. I like to use it, you know, just what we were doing. I, I don't know. I would guess maybe that punk rock DIY attitude that see, the kids seem to have the same thing. What I also like too, is there seemed to be a level of acceptance. Like when I was growing up, there weren't a lot of skaters. So you're instantly in the club. If you were a skater, it didn't matter who you were, what color you were, where you were from, what language you spoke. It's like, Oh, you're a skater. I'm a skater too. Cool. We're friends. It just, that's the, what it felt like. To this day, I'll be walking through Manhattan and you hear a wheelie suitcase and you know that sound and you could see people, you know, when you see someone turn around and look for the suitcase, you're like, oh, that guy skates um, because that, that's the sound and you, you can hear it or, or maybe not. But that's how I, that's I do. And, you know, so I think that's a big part of it was maybe at that moment in my life, it gave me and the people that I was with gave me the acceptance that I was looking for and with the right attitude and the fun and the and, and stuff like that. So it just it just worked. And I've never left that, you know. Has it carried over, how ha has it carried over into sort of like your work or your view? I mean, I think maybe my worldview is slightly more accepting and more open of other people and other cultures and things like that, because it's just what I was, that's what we did. So I've always had that. And so, you know, a lot of this, you know, stuff that's going on now, just, you know, I look at it and I'm like, I don't get it. Why are you just such a dick? Don't be a dick. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't get this. I don't get this exclusion. I'd rather have inclusion. And maybe that's from growing up and always being excluded. I, I know what it feels like to be an outsider. So there might be that. I think, I mean, like we've talked about before, it's just one of the other things that led to this kind of like DIY ethos. Like, you know, there weren't ramps, so we built stuff. There weren't places to skate, so we turned things into places to skate. The curb didn't work, so you would wax it. You know what I mean? You would just, you would, you, we would make, our own stuff because there wasn't anything for us. There were no skate parks. Like I took my kid to the skate park. I'm like, holy cow, this is like a legit skate park that the town built. What? You know, we didn't have that. We had a curb. We had a, we had play, we had the white building. Everybody in Westbury is listening to this. Shout out to the white building. That's what we had. We went to the white building and got arrested, you know? Yeah. I mean, dude, there's, there's something, dude, it's, it's, it's really funny. I heard, um, it's such like a nice nugget of what it boils down to. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld has an awesome quote. He skates? No. <laughs> um, it's it's in one of his comedians and cars. I think he's talking to Alec Baldwin, maybe. Okay. Um, and he's like, "Yeah, you know who's gonna be? You know who's gonna be all right?" Baldwin's like, "Well, he's like these skateboard kids." He's like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, these kids that just like." have to go figure it out for themselves and they do a trick, you know, and they fall and get it wrong. Like, you know, 1700 times and then finally figure out how to do it. He's like, I look at them and I'm like, you know what? Those are the guys that are going to like do things. I was like, yeah. oh, wow. That's like a really nice kind of like 
coalescing of that sort of because it, it, it really isn't. Are you saying we're all obsessive compulsive? Just a little bit. I mean, I think you'd have to be to some degree, right? <laughs> a little bit. Because, um, like, for me, I really come more at it on like the next wave mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. street coming up. Yeah. In, in in the nineties, vert dies, streets yep. coming up, and it just and, and again so yeah, there much was a that, whole like the wave changed. Yeah. Right. And so much of that um, association, I know it had had always been there. Um, but as soon as you get into the 90s, mm-hmm. you get more now that video culture. Yeah, you do. Everybody's do, everybody's putting out their videos. Everybody's putting out soundtracks. Every, and so now you kind of start and like that's where like I really came in through the music just as as an appreciator and like you know a supporter of skateboarder when i was in college i remember like when the new videos would drop we would grab you know somebody would get money and buy one and then we go to somebody's house and watch it and then try and do the tricks and just do it and like you know and then the videos when spike got involved the video started having little vignettes and jason lee and all that stuff so like you know they weren't i i feel like i don't know you know more about that world than i do like were other action sports doing that with their videos i feel like they all kind of have a little bit of that now, but I feel like it started with the skate videos that like, let's have a little acting vignette. Let's have this, let's have that, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think, I think absolutely. So I don't want to be too thorough, but yeah, I mean, cause yeah, it really is, I mean, I, I guess it depends on some degree on how you qualify Warren Miller, but it really was. Wait, skate. I don't know who that is. Wait, wait, who's Warren, um, Miller? Warren Miller, the ski. Um, oh, that's true. That's company. true. Yeah, yeah. He Still was doing that. Mike. I yes, yes, yes. Which, dude, okay. I'm sure you know this, right? That um, our our good our good friend, if anybody knows, also you know, John and I come from doing you know working in paintball for years and years. Mm-hmm. But dude, you know, like Patrick Sporer worked on Santa Cruz, like Wheels of Fire, Streets of Fire. I did know and, that. I did know and that. The whole yeah. scene where like Skip is the is the cop in the jail. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really feel like it that skating because like skating had that like irreverence to it yes yes Um, and i think that's what it was it it appealed to me because like look i wasn't like a thug or really causing trouble but i was a little like you know ah screw you a little in your face a little and it was like i could do that without i could skate and do that and satisfy that little scratch that little itch of being a little like ah you know ah, without robbing convenience stores. I don't know how to explain it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so do looking back, cause I know you went back and watched. I did. Gleaming the cube before we went on the air. Um, how like, does it hold up? Does it not hold up? Is it better than you remember? Is it worse? It is better than I remember. Um, in that, well, there's a lot more murder. <laughs> like I was like, there was a lot of blood, which is fine. I just, I didn't remember that part. It, it holds up better because like, it's really not like of those types of movies where all of the acting is terrible and the camera work is terrible. It wasn't, it was a very solid movie for what it was. It wasn't great, but it wasn't like, Oh my God, please make this end. You know what I mean? It was fine. It was an eighties movie. It was, it was fine. I mean, I will say 
I don't know. You said it was a Hollywood thing. I don't know what their budget was, but it's like in one scene, Christian Slater is doing power slides and the, you know, it's like smog in LA or wherever they're shooting. And it's just like gray and gray, gray. And the next scene, he jumps over the fence and it's beautiful blue sky. And I'm like, why didn't they CGI that? I'm like, no VFX, VFX. Right, right, no VFX, VFX yeah. budget. Yeah, I'm, like, like, I'm like, that doesn't fly. What's up with that? Yeah. I'm, ge- I'm guessing that they didn't have the budget to where they'd yeah. be like, well, I guess we have to go back to magic hour. Um, hey, the weather's <laughs> not good today. We're not rolling. Exactly. I'm sure that production was but you you know but it was fine it was fine i like that you reference about it being like an 80s movie because it also follows and that's one of the things that jumped out to me and i think maybe why it's it's connected as a big cult movie um is it has some of those 80s tropes which my favorite 80s one of my favorite 80s tropes is like you know this lays over the top of goonies yeah there's a classic like Authority figures are not listening to the kids because mm-hmm. kids are dumb and they just don't know anything. And the kids in kind of very Gen X DIY are kind of saying like, um, I won't make Sasha do the beat button, but I'll do like a little friend's note because they just had their reunion show a little <laughs> mm, to the world. And the kids go off and solve it and figure it out for themselves. Yeah, There's so Scooby-Doo. many 80s movies that yeah. lay in over, you know, Goonies lays out like that. Um I, you know, I mean, J.J. Abrams did it one very purposefully in, with Super 8, which is supposed yes, to be yes. a throwback. Stranger Things, which, mm-hmm. again, even though it's produced yeah. now, that's supposed to be a callback to that 80s setup. And there's very much that element in Gleaming the Cube. Yeah, um, very much so. Like, I didn't remember how much of it revolved around the, the suicide slash murder. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the cop. And I didn't look it up. Who is that cop? He looks so familiar. It was driving oh, me crazy. Dude, with his he's in, pants. Like, he's in a lot of stuff, right? Um, yeah, yeah, they have a bunch yeah. of, of, 80s, yeah. of, of 80s dudes that are in, like... Yeah. Oh, it's not close encounter. He's he, it's not close encounters, but no, he's in. Yeah, he's in um, stuff. Lauder is, I think, is the actor. Yeah, last yeah, name. He, yeah, yeah. He's in, and then he's like in a bunch of stuff. As far as the skating stuff, like you know, he's like sketching behind the Corvette that's doing like eighty miles an hour. Like yeah, he would have been dead. You know, Yabo makes him that skateboard that doesn't have grip tape. It has diamond plate <laughs> metal on it. I'm like, what is that? And I love that. Like the whole thing, you're all wearing Converse. Then he gets all like decked out to like go after the bad guy. Like he's he's Luke Skywalker heading in to fight the Emperor, and he's got his airwalks on now. You know, what I'm like, what? so which that was a little like, like weird and cheesy, but which is also, by the way, dude, right? You're talking '89, so like Nike hasn't bought them yet. Like airwalk no, is no. like legit skate shoe at that no, time. No, and it's still. before like a lot of the kids were they were all wearing like Air Jordans and stuff just to skate because they were like Nike wasn't in here yet. They were you weren't getting shoes. It was like you had Converse or you skated in whatever you had. Like I remember wearing Adidas. I had um I had Airwalks, um, you know, stuff like that. But you just you just skated in what you had and you just you there were holes in your shoes. That's just it. You so know? I, I'm interested, like um I, I i i'm so i'm gonna use this segue to bring in sasha like okay. it's really interesting when you make things like this and they go out in the world is stevie williams who is probably yes. closer to your age sasha pro skaters is, is like very famously says like this is what got him he saw mm-hmm. this very young age and this is what sort of like got him into skating and like that's always interesting when you make things like this so i'm kind of curious sasha did you even have any idea what this flick is? I know we sent you a trailer. Thoughts, emotions, what do you got? Well, I was, I've been taking notes the whole time you guys have been talking. So one, in 1989, I was five. Um, Perfect. I so yeah, I'm 37. Yeah. But I will say this, like, 
I haven't seen this movie. I want to see it now just because it sounds it's it's marrying two of my favorite things together. Um, skateboarding and murder. Um, <laughs> murder drama. Murder drama. I well, then, I mean, I, I, and I, well, I mean, that could, I think Gator's in the movie, too. So there's your skateboarding oh, murder right That's there. That's a dark, that is a dark no. callback. If, but uh, I think he's in there. I mean, I'm not saying he's not. Yeah. I'm not just And he's a murderer, isn't he? Also, also, dude, which is very 80s about it, the, you know, I won't spoil it for you, Sash. But the plot, I think I've already ruined it. The well, no, no, no. The 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 operation that the older brother is mixed up in is just. I didn't understand it at all. Shit. I didn't get it. I don't. Um, know, I still don't know what it was. You would just never. You know, it's it's some sort of like like sketchy drug crap. Something that you're like, actually, you know, who should be helping me with this? is my daughter's like 16 year old boyfriend. That's <laughs> definitely who I'm going to go for when I need yeah. embezzling help. That's yeah. where we should go. Yeah. It was like really weird. But what was also fascinating was it's been a while since I've watched an eighties movie was, you know, the lack of tech and how much technology has pervaded our society. We're like the dude's getting out of the car and stopping at a payphone, And then they're like calling the payphone and like, let me get the numbers. They call each number and they're like, hello. Oh no. And that's not who I want. You know, and like this whole idea of that, but yet the cop is in the car and he's like typing stuff and it's like a dot matrix screen. And I'm like, did they actually have that in the cars back then? But yet the cop doesn't have a radio. So someone gets shot and he runs over to Christian Slater while the dude's bleeding out and shaking. And I'm like, shouldn't shouldn't you help the dude that's bleeding out? Christian Slater's fine. Yeah. Back up, back up. Yeah, it was um, like he had no radio. I'm like, I don't understand. My second note that I had, like, just as you guys were talking about, like, the culture around skateboarding, like, mm -hmm. for me, your guys' generation, and almost kind of like the generation before yours, paved the way for our generation to, like, so when I was in middle school, it was super freaking cool to be into skateboarding or we were borrowing the clothes. We had... I don't want to bring Jenkos into this, but oh, it was you have, okay. in you have to. No, no, it's in fine. Super I never owned a pair. Dakota, yeah. You had to have the Jenkos, but my brother had them. I did not have them. <laughs> it also like then you talked about your first skateboard. I ended up working at a skate shop, was mm. my first job in Minneapolis after I graduated high school. It was my first job mm. in Minneapolis. I had an element uh, an element deck. I had independent trucks because you had to like and then I felt like the most badass person on the planet because I'm putting together skateboards for kids mm -hmm. that are like about to become hopefully bigger and better badasses. Okay, so, so you put together where, at, where did you work in Minneapolis? What shot yeah. did you work at in Minneapolis? I worked at Zoomies. I mean, let's be okay. honest. No, no, Zoomies <laughs> counts. It's fine. So here's my question though. So if you're gripping a board, do you use a razor blade or were you one of the people that just used the side of the screwdriver and then just um, peeled it off after you, after you wore it down? I used a razor blade. Okay, okay. And then we would like refine the edges so that it wouldn't oh, you know, wow. get snagged yeah. on stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fancy. I just used a gosh. screwdriver and it was all ragged. And <laughs> there's, there's an awesome book that will maybe like bring back some memories. Um, oh, it's probably older now. I think for their 25th anniversary was John, but there's a, a fantastic hardbound independent trucks book. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. So great. Um, mm -hmm. That's awesome. I did not know. So you're. I have Indies on my board now. Zoomies yeah. in. Are we getting. Edina, Minnesota, by the way, which is okay. like the ritzy part. It's just right outside of Minneapolis. It's a pain are in the ass. Are we around 2000, maybe? Yes. Yep. 
I graduated okay. in 2002. So it was like 2003. Oh, yeah. So dude, you're talking about coming mm -hmm. off of, which is, I, I almost mentioned it earlier. So this is great. I was going to call back. Like, were you guys still selling copies of the end? Yes. That That's what we film? played on the TVs in the shop. That's the one where Jeremy, all time. Jeremy did something with the flaming van, right? Jeremy Isn't that what Jeremy yeah, and the flaming Tom van? Yeah, the end. Off the oh, way. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, in a very, uh, I'm sure in a very cringeworthy moment for all of those folks, they have all of all of the porn stars as waitresses, mm -hmm. like yep, coming yep. into the hot tub with the skaters, probably something Birdhouse strongly regrets. Dude, really? that also wasn't that... Um, that was Andrew Reynolds, like coming yeah. out party for that. I, it might've been. Yeah. 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 Like, it's funny. Jeremy Klein, like Sammy wanted to build a cruiser last summer. So my brother's like, Oh, I'll give him a board. So Sammy's cruiser board is like a hand silk screen, Jeremy Klein, like <laughs> anime girl board. Like his friends were like, where did you get this? And how are you skating this? He's like, Oh, my uncle Jason gave it to me. <laughs> it's not what you would build as a cruiser. It should be hanging on a wall. Right? Yeah. Sammy uses the cruise. No trucks, just the board. Like, no, the third note that I do want to bring up before it gets lost, because I think mm -hmm. it's super important. So I have a stepson, he's 14 mm -hmm. and he's just now getting to skateboarding with his buddies. Oh. But I, and I don't know how my husband feels about this, but I personally feel super proud about that because of the fact that growing up, that was a crowd I fit into. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the, the skateboarding, lifestyle i don't know if you want to call it that but sure. like it's so inclusive of everybody and i think that like it, we must have done something right if he wants to get into skateboarding just because i know what the the lifestyle entails and like everything that surrounds it and the culture to me is is way more inclusive and way more accepting of just everybody it doesn't matter where you came from it doesn't matter what your house is like none right. of that stuff matters it just matters that you like you're there and you want to be a part of something bigger than yourself so like, i remember pull... skating with a kid wait wait a second i remember skating no, no, with a kid i think his name was brad and like one day we went to his house and he was like something i'm like who's that he's like oh that's the maid like we had no idea this kid was like super rich he was just like a normal skater. Like he was just as dirty as us. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, he was like a super nice guy, but it was like, wow, he's like rich. Okay. You know, I think what binds it together, I want to pull um, and a, and a, a nod out to our, our, our buddy, Brian Kindland and bouncing souls mm -hmm. is um, that song. Like, and you, so she could stay on. Uh, Cause I didn't want to bring you another question. Um, <laughs> you kind of touched on it a little bit, but is it's like, that you know there's a song off their second record maniacal after you know freaks nerds and romantics mm -hmm, and i mm -hmm. think for me that's the appeal yeah. of what sort of binds skaters sasha i was going to ask you you touched on it a little bit but i want to like formally ask the same thing i asked john um because you even referenced going really so you're going from like you know tony alva dogtown to like Stacy Peralta's running, you know, bones and then the mm -hmm. next generation. Mm -hmm. Why do you think skateboard culture, like skateboarding has become so pervasive and, and just part of pop culture? I think that, and I'm trying to like, think of like on the spot, but I think mm -hmm. honestly, it's, it's like a three-parter. So like you've got people like Tony Hawk who literally have lasted the test of time. He got popular in mm -hmm. the late eighties and he's still very popular in 2021. Like that's incredible. He's also it's not more popular, right? He's like the goat. Like, everybody looks to up do. to Tony Hawk, you know? Well, that's also cause he's like six foot 
five. Right. Yes. Also very uh, tall. <laughs> follow him on Twitter. I don't want to short circuit your rest oh, of your answer, but follow him on Twitter because Twitter. he does all the like mistaken, like he has a whole yes. thread of people mistaking him for Tony Hawk. That is yeah. just hilarious. Or not believing it's he's really Tony funny. I think yeah. also too, like uh, an undervalued part, and I don't even want to say undervalued, but an uh, an overlooked maybe part is the music scene that goes along with skateboarding. Um, I think that that's an, like just another layer that like brings people together. And then like the three parter is just the acceptance. Like to me, I think that the acceptance part of all of that is like super important. And I think that that's why it's it's lasted the test of time. It's something that nobody, okay, so for there's four, sorry. It's also something that isn't easy to do. So you see these people at like, for me, I saw them at the X Games and I'm like, holy shit, how on earth is this even possible? Like to me, okay, the Olympics are great, but the X Games are, the X Games are better. <laughs> well, dude, there's a whole element to that innovation that is so fascinating to me that like it is to get, you know, pretty, pretty, wax intellectual about it here existential but it's like the 900 isn't a thing because we just hit the 25th anniversary of it right and then once somebody does it it is a thing and then it's like somebody else is like okay but like where can i take this and then Mm -hmm. where it is Mm -hmm. and it's it's been like that for like decades i just i think that's so cool and that's a very uh it's it's a way that like and I know it's an app, you can't really compare them. And there's like little tweaks. I'm like, I'm a huge trad sports fan. So it's like, oh, it's like mm-hmm. we use the tight end differently than they did. Like, all right, whatever. But in trad sports, you don't have that level of innovation. Like now, probably because they're also advanced, but there, there is that. And again, there's like, right, John, isn't it in the bones doc? There's the whole thing where like, that cool story arc for Lance Mountain, where everybody started passing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had to, he talked about how to keep himself relevant and doing other mm-hmm. things. And yep. I just, I think that that's a, a really fascinating element to it. Yeah, totally. Totally. No, it just, it was something like, I think you're right, Sasha. Like, it was just, it was just something that just, you know, it's also at that age, like, why have I stuck with it? It's like, it defines you at a very formative point in your, youthful development and then you know i guess i just haven't matured <laughs> jade jade may uh, corroborate that yeah, yeah. i mean the screaming hand is sitting right there i mean come on it's just it, it hasn't left my you know it, it hasn't left my world so to speak and even before i had kids that skated it just it was always there and it always stayed there so well, i don't think it's going to go anywhere and it's all because of christian slater and gleaming the cube uh it's been super fun to do this too yeah. uh and, and I'm sure somewhere will pop up. Um, I'm sure Sasha will run her magic. And by the time this ends up on YouTube, the links will be baked in, but there mm-hmm. is an awesome uh, making of gleaming the cube that you can yes. watch on YouTube. There is a hilarious, like five minute conversation that was filmed just a couple years ago between Tony Hawk and Christian Slater talking about the film. Yeah. Apparently they've kept in touch over the years. Yeah. Which is yeah, yeah. pretty cool. And then John, where did you just recently watch gleaming? What's your oh, I mean, I I just have it on my Plex. You still so, have it. okay. I didn't yeah, know. I just have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, no. I think it was available. I mean, I had it, so it wasn't a problem because I, I have the DVD somewhere. But I think it's it might be on Amazon or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, it is available to rent or stream, but yeah. I had it, so if people want I just to, to pop it, out, it back in. Yeah, maybe give Amazon Prime a look. But uh, yeah, back in the day when I digitized all my movies onto my Plex, so it's it's right? on the Plex. Yeah. Uh, dude, what are what are we doing next episode, John? Where what do you want to do mm-hmm. next? Where are we going next? Um, I don't know. That is a very good. You know what? 
let's leave them wondering. Let's let it be a surprise. Okay. I like that. Let's let Um, it be a surprise. It'll be awesome. I guarantee it. But yeah, uh, yeah, let's not, let's not give it away. Yeah. It'll be fun. Stay, stay tuned, subscribe, do all of those things that, um, we do a terrible job of doing by the way too, right? We don't ever tell anybody that's like, go to our YouTube channel, go to Herd Out Clubs, please subscribe. Check out John's um, YouTube channel. There's RC oh. cars. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff. Dude, also, before I, before I forget, um, we actually want to give, um, and you might not even know this, dude, I want to give a huge shout out to our producer, to Sasha, and a recommendation. Um, her and her friend, Sadie, um, they do a podcast called Meet Oh, Headcast I Kitchen. listen. Your podcast dude, is it dope, just cracked, Sasha. it just cracked the top 100 on, uh, yeah. on iTunes. It's How cool is that? Good. Two weeks in a row. It's, Dude. It's, this is weird. That's awesome. <laughs> thank no, thank awesome. you. Yeah. Tell thank them you. that you produce these two old dudes and they should <laughs> yeah, listen to yeah, that. Exactly. Sometime. Crossover. To us, tell your yeah. fans to listen to this because yeah, you. Try to give us, try to give us the rub as they say in pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah. So. Thank you. Awesome. All right, everybody. Awesome. Well, we'll talk to you next time. Yelling in my right. ear, Dan Napoli. John Battistini. Later. And Sasha. Oh, yeah. Sasha. Sasha. <laughs> Bueller, Bueller. Bueller. All right. And we're out. And we're out. Thanks, everybody. Bye. A Hoda Media Production.